If you found it, it reads in this manner. Then he said unto them, O fools, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Verse 31. And their eyes were opened and they knew him and he vanished out of their sight. As we pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we have read a portion of the scripture here. As people we can read. But it needs you to come and divinely reveal the mystery truths behind the scriptures. Because it doesn't take literacy, it takes revelation. Amen. That is why this evening all of us, we are yearning for that revelation. Amen. So that when we leave this place, we should be revelated to people. Amen. And Lord, we should be in a much better position to fight against the David, Amen. who is your enemy. You know him better than we do. Amen. You created him, you know his DNA. Yes. And that is why we want to come to you so that you can brief us how to overcome that enemy. Amen. The beauty about it is that you have already overcome him. Mm. And we are just here to uh, enforce the defeat of your God. Amen. Maybe this evening there are those that are sick and afflicted in the building. Mm. May you touch them and make them whole. Maybe there are those that are spiritually weary. May you re-energize them, Heavenly Father, and just remind them that we are just about to complete this final race. Lord, we commit everything to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. While you take your seats. Amen. Just a couple of minutes. We just want to speak on introducing immortality to mortality. Amen. Introducing the immortality to mortality. Amen. I hope we, we get it together. Uh, I think you know that uh, we are the people that used to be operate within the realm of immortality. But sin has made us to come into the realm of mortality. We were never made to be sick. 
the state of our region is a state of victory. Our state of origin is eternal life. I speaking speaking about eternal health as well. But but we are here where we are because of sin. But if sin is overcome, then we are going back to immortality. So that's, uh, that's what uh, nature is groaning for. Maybe just to take you, uh, just to trace our origin for a few minutes. We know that God had a man called Adam. And from that man, he, he took a rip and he formed a woman called Eve before she was called Eve because she was called Eve which meant the mother of all living but Adam was not the father of all living before she was Eve she was a woman which was a further extension of Adam so Adam was the further extension of God and Eve was the further extension of Adam so that means if God wanted to look at himself he looked at Adam and if Adam wanted to look at himself he looked at Eve and if Eve wanted to look at herself she looked at Adam and if Adam wanted to look at himself, he looked at God. I don't know whether you get that. That's why Brother Brenham called it the masterpiece. Jehovah was the mirror of Adam. Adam was the mirror of Eve. So that is that completed the picture. And God would come in the cool of the day just to fellowship with his people. It was a family. And Brother Branham calls it a masterpiece. They did not know any sickness. They did not know any old age. They were in a state of immortality. But but while they were there, the enemy was not satisfied. The devil had an ambition in heaven and he wanted to go on the northern side. He wanted a better position above the stars of God. And you and I represent a star in heaven. The devil has never been above us. He has always been below us. Because he is a servant but you are a son. A son has got a better position than that of a servant. But the devil wanted to be above the sons and daughters of God. And the God never allowed it. And I, I want to say even today God is not going to allow it. The devil has not given up on that ambition. But I want to say he is not going to realize that ambition. 
So he was chucked out of heaven and he came down. He identified an animal uh, which was the serpent. There is a difference between a snake and a serpent. Uh, a snake is a crawling thing. But, but a serpent is an upright being. Uh, the serpent is the most subtle animal. It had a reasoning capacity. It was able to engage. And the devil identified that animal. And he incarnated himself in that animal in order to inject himself in the human race. And while he incarnated himself in the serpent, then the serpent went to a woman called Eve. Brother Brenham said the danger with Eve, she was looking for a new thing. And in the end time, the bride must not look for a new thing. And I want to say this message is not a new thing. This revelation of the seven seal is not a new thing. That's why Brother Brenham said if I had time, I'll trace it back from Genesis. Our faith is not a new thing. You can trace it all the way back. So, but Eve was looking for a new thing and then she met up with the animal called serpent and they began to converse and after they had conversed and later she looked at the tree and she saw that it was pleasant and she partook from the tree and after she partook from the tree this is now in Genesis 3 maybe if you can just get get that diagram for me on the screen this was in Genesis 3 but we want to just to show you a few things here amen so that you can see where we are so we are speaking about the cycle of eternity. Which when you speak about immortality, you speak about eternity. So that is what, how they were before Genesis 3. There was no sin. There was no old age. There was nothing. It was just perfection. Harmony of God's family with their maker. But but when Lucifer was kicked out of heaven, then he fell down. Brother Brenham says the angels battle became the humans battle. So Lucifer came and descended down and looked at the serpent incarnated himself in the serpent went to Eve deceived Eve and after she did, he deceived Eve then we began to see that that cycle of eternity Brother Brennan said it was 
broken. Then sin ushered in time dispensation. Before sin, they were not living in time. But the sin ushered them into eternity. What we mean when we say it ushered them into into time, it simply means that then their bodies were subjected to time. And their bodies were subjected to sickness. Their bodies were subjected to old age. But before that, it was not like that. And Brother Brenham speaks about it. I will come here. In this message, marriage and divorce. He says, now we see, being that the continuity is broken, then the lifeline was broken. And the timeline was broken. The covenant was broken. Everything shattered. What caused it? A woman. That's what broke the covenant. Don't, don't put on your political cap. When we speak about a woman, we speak about a church. So the church is the one that broke the covenant. It was not Christ that broke the covenant. It was not Christ that was deceived. But it was the woman which was the church that was deceived. That's why the husband has got to come back and redeem the woman. So everything was broken. The lifeline was broken. The continuity was broken. The timeline was broken. The covenant was broken. Everything shattered. And that's what caused it. So Brother Brenham says in the message perfection, he says God is like endless like is endless like eternity. So that means he's got no beginning of days and he's got no end of days. You can never find the corner of a perfect cycle. You could run and run through ages and eternity. There would never be an end to it. That's the way God is. Hallelujah. The devil had a beginning and the devil shall have an end. God has got no beginning and he shall never have an end. And if you are a part of God, you've got no beginning and you shall have no end because you're rotated out of God. You are part of Melchizedek. Hallelujah. Are you still with me? But first but first was God which was always was he was infinite perfect to begin with he will always be the same he can never change he's perfectly the same now now this great chain of perfection this chain of perfection brother Brenham says now it was broken by time space. Hallelujah. 
it was broken by time space. Time came because of sin. A perfect circle forever and forever. But sin dropped in. Hallelujah. Sin dropped in. Hallelujah. As my wife calls it, a little hack or a little drop in the chain in the chain so it comes down. Eternity continues on. But it is not in its perfect condition. That it doesn't mean that when we are ushered into time, eternity is eradicated. Eternity still run parallel to time. It doesn't mean that if you are caught up in mortality, immortality has been eradicated. Immortality run parallels with mortality. Yeah. It doesn't mean that if you're caught up in death, life has been eradicated. Life runs parallel with death. It doesn't mean if you're caught up in darkness, light has been eradicated. Light runs parallel. That's why today we are in between. Eternity is unfolding in time. Immortality is dropping in time. That's why Brother Brenham says what started on Sunset Mountain will unfold into eternity. So what started on Sunset Mountain it was an eternal activity. It was eternity and time meeting. It was heaven and earth meeting. It was God and man meeting. It was the deity and humanity meeting. But you've got to have spiritual eyes to realize that we are standing on that edge. Now this little gap comes down. As long as we are this cycle incomplete, sickness couldn't come. As long as the cycle was complete, death could not come. But as soon as the cycle was broken into time, then sin came in. Then death came in. But here's something beautiful. God is a restorer. He will not leave things the way they are. And I want to say the reason we are in time is not because God was defeated. But we were allowed, God allowed us to come into time so that we can come and be tested. The Garden of Eden doesn't mean God was defeated by the enemy. Least we forget that God created the devil so that he can glorify himself. The enemy is there to glorify God. The sickness is there to glorify God. Death is there to glorify God. The opposition is there to glorify God. And that's why we can say we thank God that God created the devil. Imagine if the devil was never created. We were not going to sing Amazing Grace. If the devil was never created, we were never going to be victors. I have a better position 
greater than that of an angel. Because the angel has never come in combat with the David. But you came in combat with the David. You have got testimonies that the enemy, the angel knows nothing about. You, you are such a great privileged group of people to be chosen by God and to partner with God in the battle against his enemies. He would have never selected you for the battle unless he trusted you. The mere, the mere fact that you are in the battle is because he believed in you. I, I, I don't care how many scars you've got, but so long as you are in the battle, the captain trusted you. He saw something in you that you never saw. That's why if I was you, I'll keep on fighting. I will take whatever I have and whip the David. If it is by the word, let me whip him. If it is a testimony, let me whip him. If it is a song, let me whip him. Whatever is available, whip the enemy. Because you've got the resources this evening to bring the devil under subjection. You are more than conquerors and you had much better believe it. You had much better believe it. I am more than conqueror. Can you say that? I am more than a conqueror. I am more than a conqueror. And don't say it, believe it. Because I'm not the one that said it. He that knew the battle before it began, he called you and said, You are more than a conqueror. And if he said it, I will say it. If he said it, I will believe it. Stop doubting yourself. You are a soldier selected by the Almighty God. Now, immortality cycle was broken or eternity cycle was broken. And we are ushered into time. And the devil came into time. But listen to what the prophet says. He says, there's a little gap come down. Which is a black mark that I put there on the cycle. There's a little gap that comes down breaks over this way and goes this way. God had to do that because Satan caused it. It dropped down to a space of time for the trying and the perfecting and for the purging of the laws that God by his sovereign grace might someday lift that little hickey or get back back into the perfect cycle I will post here. Now, after uh, uh, post-Genesis 3, men came born great men such as Moses, Abraham, Jacob and Isaac. They were born and they died. Moses came Born, died. All of them came. Enoch was born, but was translated. He never tasted death. But great as Enoch's experience may be, 
It does not help you in any way in the redemptive process. It's just there for a good testimony. Because he never shed his own blood. Elijah was born and was translated. But he never shed his own blood. He did not play any role in the redemptive process. There had never been a man that was born and, and faced death and overcame death and rose from the dead. Lazarus was born and he died and was raised from the dead. But he died again. Now, well, one day a young damsel while she was busy with her routines Gabriel was this was 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 sent to this vision. Scriptures had been spoken and promises had been made. And now Gabriel was sent. Because it was now time of fulfillment. And Gabriel interrupted the routine of Mary. And said, you are favored amongst women. And what you will conceive will be of the Holy Ghost. This is, these words were spoken to a vision that never knew a man. But she had faith and said, let it be according to your words. And when she said that, the word dropped in. And the weight became blood. And the blood from that blood cell, a body was formed. You, you are not going to go to heaven unless you believe in the virgin birth. Because now we've got the same replica in the end time. And the angel was sent to the bride and said you are favored amongst the women and began to speak the words and the bride said to the angel let it be according to your words and brother Bram said that word dropped into the bride and he said a body will materialize from that word are you 
you with me? The weight is able to produce a body. A, a body that the devil can never defeat. So when Mary received that, and now she gave birth to a boy, to a, a son, his name was called Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. And now as this child grew, and as he grew, he moved from place to place preaching the gospel until later he was captured. Everybody was expecting the Messiah. And they thought the spiritual mandate of the Messiah was to rescue the Jews from the Romans. Now, he is Jesus. He was now captured by the Jews. And from that time after he was captured, then he, he was sentenced to death. And when he was sentenced to death, we see him going to Golgotha. And as he went to Golgotha, he had a cross on his shoulders. And he was crucified on the cross. To the people that were expecting a deliverer, somebody that will release them from the from the Roman grip, they, they thought that Jesus was not him. He was not that Messiah. Because the Romans were still in charge. Now we see him going there, and he's hanging on the cross, and he says, Eli, Eli, lama and he gives up, gives up the ghost and they take the body and they put it in the tomb and they put a stone there and the devil thought he was finished. I always say had the devil known what the cross would have done he would have never laid his hands on Jesus. The devil to kill Jesus was the greatest mistake. And I will show you why I say it was the greatest mistake. Now, when he was in the grave, for that weekend, the disciples were disoriented. They didn't know what the way forward was. Because he is the Messiah. He is the man that they had put confidence in. And now he's gone. He's buried in some tomb. And there are some guards there to make sure that the disciples don't steal him. But while he was in the grave, little did they know that something he was causing an eruption down there. Because the devil can never contain the Almighty God. The grave could not contain him. The body was in the grave. But the, the theo- his soul it went all the way down where the saints were where it was a paradise and when he got there he went further to take the keys of the trinity of the David and he took the keys of the grave death and hell and he began to ascend and when he ascended then he collected 
connected to the Old Testament saints. No, no, listen. He killed one man. But from that one tomb, when it was opened, many tombs opened. I think it must have given the devil a heart attack. Because his focus was on one tomb. The gods were on one tomb. But many tombs were opened. What was happening? It was a spiritual multiplication. And many saints came out. Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac, they came out. And walked to the streets of Jerusalem. But, but listen, the church did not know what was happening on this other side of the coin. They only saw a series of events on this other side of the coin. He was captured, denied by Peter three times, taken to the cross, crucified, buried in the tomb. That's the only thing that they knew. But on this side, the tombs were open. On this side, he changed his ministry from a son of of son of men to the son of God. There was a transition that was taking place. But the church was blind to see that. Even those that went to the tomb, when they saw him, they thought he was just a young man or a gardener. Because Friday afternoon, he had blood oozing out of the body. But on that Sunday morning, he was a young man. What was happening? It was now a new creation. Because what is happening? It was now a breaking of a new day. He died on Friday. He was buried. But on Sunday morning, on the first day of the week, on the eighth day, what is the eighth day? The eighth day is the first day. The eighth day is eternity. He that was caught up in time, but now he's now coming into eternity. Now he's a young man. They can't recognize him. Now he's walking with those that were going to him out. And as he was walking with them, he's speaking to them. They say, why do you have long faces? They say, don't you know? It's all over the news. There is a man that we believed in. We thought he was a messiah. We thought he was a deliverer. But now he's dead and buried. But when he was walking, even he said to them, you fools. The reason he said fools is not lack of wisdom, but sluggishness. Why are you so sluggish? Because these things are spoken in the scripture. If you search the scriptures, you would know that everything is still in the pattern. And I want to say even today, the church is sluggish. If you look at global events, you would know that it is in the scriptures and nothing is out of cater. But while he was walking, but here's something. This is now the immortal one. Now he is walking with the mortals. Mortality and immortality are working hand in 
hell. But mortality does not recognize immortality. But they are working. They are talking. I wonder if the church this evening can realize that immortality and mortality are running parallel. And as he was walking, as he was walking, they came to a point where it was a wide junction. He was supposed to slip away. But now they invited him and said, now it is in the evening time. Now it is in the evening time. They invited him. Then when they invited him, he came into the house and they shut the world behind. And when they shut the world outside, they were shut in with Christ and when they were shut in with Christ there is a certain way that he does things that no other preacher can ever imitate when he began to stand there and began to break bread he broke it in such a manner when they looked at him their eyes were open immortality now was introduced to mortality and he disappeared and they now moved around and say he has risen and they went back now the ministry was that he is risen what was happening there that cycle that was broken by time he came in the cab and he took one string of eternity and he took another string of eternity and he connected to them he brought in the natural and made them spiritual he brought us we that were mortal he elevated us until we realized we are mortals and this evening I'm here to introduce the immortal immortal one to the mortals one I'm here to introduce that there is somebody that was greater than Solomon and that one is here in the building. I'm here to introduce that greater than Moses is here. I'm here to introduce him. Are you here? And he has been introduced in our time. Brother Branham sees a young man. He says to a young man, he says, young man, you, 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 you are troubled. And he says, there is a spirit of suicide that is behind you. Because you think you have crossed the line. And Brother Branham says, Young man, come to me. He prayed for the young man. He said, Oh, dear God, really release this young man. And I judge this devil to leave this young man. And he turns around and says, Be happy. 62 years later, that young man was still happy. What happened to the, the immortal one was introduced to the mortal one. When the immortal one is introduced to the mortal one, the mortal one never remains the same. You, you can never know him and remain the same. He, he changes your thinking. He changes your walk. He changes your life. And you, are, you need to accept him and recognize him and embrace him and acknowledge him as the maker of your 
Are you here? The other time I saw a young man and he was discouraged. And this young man when he was discouraged and I said, why are you looking down? Why do you look despondent? He said, but I feel condemnation. And I said, have you done anything wrong? He said, no, I've not done anything. But I feel condemned. Then I said to him, Young man, tell me when he died on the cross, which portion of your sins did he take away? Did he take 10% away? And he says, No, no, no. I said, Did he take 30%? He says, No, no, no. Did he take 50%? He says, No, no. How much did he take? He said, He took 100%. Then I say, if you took 100%, then you need to glorify God. Because he did not just take 100%, but he gave you something. He gave you his righteousness. How much of it? 10%? 20%? No! 100%? Then I say, young man, you are justified. Walk and be happy. What was I doing there? I was introducing the mortal one. The mortal, immortal one to the mortal one. And when you embrace him, your sins go away. And this evening I can say, do you recognize the one that is amongst us that was confirmed meeting after meeting? This message is not a bunch of literature. This message is the revelation of this son of man. This is the same one that walked on the show of Galilee. But he has changed the vein. And what is the vein? You are that vein. Hallelujah. You are walking around containing him. And if you contain him, then I want to say to you, then there is a part within you that is as immortal as he is. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother Brenham says here in the message Shalom. Shalom. He says, Oh, the dawning of a new day. I feel it all over me now. The light of a new day. The light of a day where there is no night. There is no darkness. There is no shadows. No more skies to dim. The, no, more, no more dark skies. No more midnights. No more graves. No more funeral processions. No more doctors. No more mushuaries. I can feel the rays of his light breaking through upon my soul. The old one is pressing away. Because why? We are, there is a new day breaking. That's why the prophet came in this generation and said to the bride, Shalom! Which means good morning which means peace be unto you we can only 
peace and shalom in the morning when a new day is breaking and you see the world is contemplating in darkness and as the contemplation of darkness comes it becomes darker before a new day it becomes darker before the breaking of a dawn it is just before the morning before the sun comes out when it becomes darker and we see the worlds around the events around they are now beginning to press and put pressure don't concentrate on that concentrate because lift up your head because your redemption is near there's never been a time such as this all great men of God looked forward for this day what is happening in this time we are about to be ushered into immortality and how was it confirmed the message was here as the revelation of this son of man to confirm that we are on the breaking of a new day our heavenly bodies are ready we can step into those bodies at any time are you here church our heavenly bodies are ready not church membership not church membership but our heavenly bodies where did they come from when the king Theophany descended on Sunset Mountain in 1965 he came with our Theophanies and today when we recognize the word of God to be the eagle's food when we hear from our Theophanies and that's why I said this evening the immortality is now being caught up into immortality eternity is unfolding in time there are people that are here that don't need even a grave site there are people here that don't need a casket because one of these days one of this morning they will change their bodies and I would like to report to the David I'm one of them whether he likes it or not I'm one of them why am I one of them because I met Melchizedek and I can never meet Melchizedek unless I'm like Melchizedek how was Melchizedek he had no beginning of days he had no end of days he had no mother father and he had no descendants he was an eternal king that was watching on the face of the earth and he met Abraham and Brother Abraham said you've got to meet Melchizedek so maybe the pastor meet Melchizedek because when you meet him it means you are like him and if you are like him you've got no beginning of days you've got no end of days there is a certain part of you that can be traced to your parents but there is another part that they can never trace that's why when you die your relatives they take their parts 
That God takes his part. There is a certain part of you that your relatives can never change. And when they bury you, they bury their part. And they put a tombstone. And they say, He's gone. Why, where have you gone? You are still conscious. Post, post death. Death is not your end. Death changes your dwelling place. Are you here this evening? There are people that shall never die. And the believers shall never die. Because the way death means total separation from God. And if you have met him, you shall never be separated. Even when you are dead, you are still with him. Now they take their part, they bury it, and God takes his part. Because now, the body is in the, the, the body is in the grave. The spirit goes back to God. The soul goes to six dimensions. And on the day of resurrection, I don't care whether your body was chowed by the sharks. I don't care whether your body was burned by fire. But when the spirit is released from God and it picks up your soul and they come down they know where those 16 elements are if they are in the ocean the ocean has got to give them up and when your celestial body and your terrestrial body as they meet then it becomes a glorified body and when it becomes a glorified body you can walk through the building you can eat the fish and Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ he represented that after his death after his resurrection he said to Mary Magdalene don't touch me because I have not ascended to the Father what was that body that can never be touched it was his theophany and when he met Thomas he said Thomas come and handle me and Thomas touched him and he gave him the fish it was a glorified body you have got those bodies this evening time will never finish you you are a creature of eternity caught up in time do you recognize the one that is amongst us? The God of Abraham, Abraham Jacob and Isaac. He's here to activate your immortal part. There's a part of you that knows no death. When those disciples, when their eyes were open, then immortality was introduced to mortality. And they embraced him. And it gave them hope. Ran to others. To give them hope. So in the end time. You have been introduced to exactly the same. It was confirmed by the people that observed the ministry. That Jesus Christ. Has walked to the streets of Phoenix again. And I'm here to 
to confirm that Jesus Christ is walking the streets of Himalatle. And you are that representative. Immortality is on display. And people can look at you and see Him. And you can look at yourself and see Him. Because the mirror that was broken in Eden has been restored. When God wants to see himself, he comes to you and looks at you. When you want to see God, you want to see yourself, you go to God. And when you look at him, you've got a better idea of who you are. When he looks at you, he sees himself. When you look at him, you see yourself. What is happening? At that day, you shall know that I am in the Father, the Father in me, and I in you. Brother Brennan said, the third one is I in you. So it's no longer your life. It's his life. Do you see how he's been displayed? The same life. That's what gives us hope. In the midst of whatever we go through. To know that we know someone. That is immortal. And he has made us immortal. God bless you. Reign, King Jesus.
has the resigned. As brother Guerrero comes just to wrap up and pray for us. Amen. Sharon That's why she's not here this evening. Amen. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord God Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and possessor thereof, Lord. Yes. We are most privileged this evening, Almighty God, to be partakers of the inheritance of immortality. Yes. Lord, we are most privileged this evening, Lord, to be hearing what we hear, Lord. One time you said the same thing to your disciples 
that blessed are your eyes yes for they are beholding the things that the prophets long to see mm. father when we see how great were the prophecies that came by mm. when all the men of god gave their life to die for the word yes when some were slept and beaten and given bitter waters some were sown asunder and heads behead, they were beheaded oh father and cast in prisons lord mm. lions dens only their testimony was one to say this one coming mm. almighty god and they died for his coming mm. father we are most privileged tonight lord that after the death almighty god of the messiah mm. and is, is represented in the book almighty god mm. it is resurrection father how we know that you brought forth many of them mm. the reason why job could sing and shout in his day yes to say i know my redeemer live thank you father that if i would die if that my body would die you could see the separation of this body Badly. the immortality and the the mortal part father mm. the mortal part could testify of the immortality mm. oh god that in his very body you was going to stand upon this earth again oh god beholding the messiah father indeed that day on the cross father it was a great day for yes. job oh my god he was just saying two minutes now Two days are to come. Just the third day I'll be with him. Yes. He was counting his days in a countdown. Mm. Father, we are counting again in a countdown. Mm. How much glorious it is. Yes. Now we realize what why the prophet would tell us this is a glorious day. Yes. A glorious day for the church. Mm. A horrible day for the unbeliever. Mm. Almighty God, for they will die a death. Almighty God, and die a second death. But we are partakers of the inheritance of, that comes with the first death. Almighty God, in the changing of our bodies, mm. we are happy tonight that, Lord, we are not looking forward to your coming, for you have indeed come. You have failed yourself. We are not looking forward to your appearance. You have already appeared. Thank and you, this Father. Very, in this very manner, Thank Lord, you, Lord, our joy is made full. Our peace is made full mm. to know that we are partaking in his resurrection. Almighty God, oh, Father, Heavenly Father, counted in his death. Almighty God, how much happy ought we to be? How much we have to count it as a deliverance to us to know that, oh God, you introduce yourself to us in your resurrected manner, in your resurrected ways, in your resurrected power, where you said power is given unto me, yes. both in earth and in heaven. The same power have you given to us, Lord, by the same power, Lord, even tonight. We are praying for our sister who is going for an operation, Lord. Yes. How we commit, sister, uh, Sharon, in your precious hands. Yes. Almighty God, we may not be with her, Lord, throughout the operation, oh God. Mm. She's going to be with the doctors, but there is great one great doctor we know. Him we introduce our sister to, Lord. Mm. We do not need to be there to watch the operation, Lord. Mm. But we are watching it by promise, Lord. Yes. Bringing our sister under the subjection of this promise, Lord. Mm. That almighty God, may you just lay your hand upon her. May the angels guard, almighty Father, mm. throughout this operation, Lord. When we see our sister coming back recovered, we will say, oh, Father, the greatest part has been done. The yes. immortal part has taken place. Mm. Almighty God, oh, Father, for divine healing. Almighty God, and the healing of our bodies. Oh, God, you t- told us through the prophet that, Lord, it's a foretaste of the eternal. Almighty God, the eternal things, Lord. And, Father, we have tasted of these eternal things, Father. And tonight we are partakers of it, Lord. We thank you, Father, 
for such a ministration, Lord. May you magnify it, Almighty God, yes. more and more. For the benefit not only of this local assembly, Father, but for the benefit of the bride. Let Even it be this, Father, so, we are Father. praying, Lord, oh God, tonight, may you just bring that food again. Once in a while when we meet, Almighty God, may it be so glorious in this manner. Mm. As we pray, Father, we ask that, Lord, as we go back to our homes, you may be with us, Lord. You may help us, Lord, all the way. Remembering that whatever happens, the devil is working on the mortal part. You are working on the mortal part, Almighty Father. And the immortal part will bring back the, the mortal part. When we die, Almighty God, what a hope we have. Now we know that there is graves that have been opened. Yes. We do not die and perish. We will die knowing we will rise again. Yes. Oh, Father, we will die with a hope. Mm. Heavenly Father, Almighty God, we are so thankful, Heavenly Father, as we commit our families and our homes in yes. your precious hands. Guide us all the way till that day when our bodies be changed. Let this change take place every day. Let every word that is preached, Father, take a part and take a toll in us, Lord. Oh God, to finish us up. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, I pray tonight. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you richly. You can give us a chorus till we meet. The beauty about it being a believer. You've got the mortal realm. And when you are going through the mortal realm, and the devil causes the turbulences, you've got the ability to tap into the immortal realm to re-energize you in the mortal realm. If you are sick in the mortal realm, your healing is there in the immortal realm. And by faith, you can drop it down into the mortal realm. God bless you, Rishi. Amen.